Welcome back to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast, and welcome back to Season 3. Season 3 is going to be specially dedicated to you if you are a new-er homeschool mama. This might mean that you're about to join homeschooling this upcoming fall. It might mean that you've homeschooled for a solid few months or a few years in your homeschool. The intention behind this season is to bolster you so you can have clarity, confidence, and vision in your homeschool. Many of us are wrapping up our homeschool year. This is the time of year that you are going to see me go full tilt Charlotte Mason. May. This is the season of Charlotte Mason in my homeschool. So we'll be outside in the garden. Botany, anyone? We can call it botany. We could also call it building the soil, building a compost, building some fences, doing all sorts of things with goats and chickens and the fruit orchard and the vegetable garden and reinforcing that perennial borders that I have, all the perennial gardens, so the deer don't eat everything. You'll see my son and I in the morning sitting on the lawn chairs, watching the island. We have an island probably maybe a hundred feet away from our home. We live alongside a river and so we've got these giant 200 foot trees in our front yard really wrapping around our entire homestead. And so we watch the bald eagles dip and dive either into the river for fish or they try to get into those goose nests that are on the island. This is our homestead homeschool life. So we're reading presently from the yearling, uh, passages from the yearling, as my son is sitting in an Adirondack chair with his binoculars and staring out watching the bald eagles. I would love to take a photo and throw it up on Instagram, except he's 13 and he is not always approving of my photos anymore. But just take my word for it, there are some remarkable views in my front yard. If you think of Charlotte Mason as a nature-based homeschool, we are definitely doing that in May. The day before Mother's Day, my husband, one of my girls, and I went on a five and a half hour hike up a mountain. And I gotta say, I did not realize I am as old as I am because my body was so sore. And yet it was so gratifying, so enjoyable to be heading up a mountain and getting views we've never seen before. We hiked higher than the bald eagles flying below us. There's nothing like nature therapy to ground our homeschools and our souls. So by the end of May, I have typically put away all the formal type curriculum. And by the end of June, I've also said, hey, Zach, or whoever I'm homeschooling at the time, we don't have to continue doing little bits of math every day because we typically work out of a math workbook for about 15, maybe 20 minutes most days. And by the end of June, that is done. So we set aside all the books. I close the homeschool room. I don't dust it. I don't tidy it. I don't organize it. And I don't go back in there until July. And yes, if you're wondering, do you actually work out of a homeschool room? Not really. No, it's a storage room. And we are scattered around the house when we're doing our typical homeschool days. But it's a storage room that looks like a homeschool room. Looks like we should be using that room. It is definitely a storage room for all the things that we've been using. And by the end of May, I'm kind of done with it. And I don't go back in until July 
when I decide to pull out my day timer and all the things that have been either written down in his day timer or the things that I've kept that reminded me of things that we did throughout the year because I keep it all. And then I write it all down as a portfolio. And one day in the future, I will share the full details as to why and how I do what I do at the end of each year for their portfolios. Typically at this time of year, I think of this as the homeschool conference season, the time where we get out, meet some new people, get encouraged by speakers and by all that homeschool curriculum vendor action going on. Even if we don't want to buy all that stuff, we get a whole bunch of ideas if we head to a homeschool conference. I don't have that option this year. Haven't been doing that for the last few years. Might be because I have a lot of curriculum and a few other reasons. But this is typically, I've noticed online, in conversation with people and in my own world, it's typically the planning month for the next year. And so in this upcoming season three of the Homeschool Mama self-care podcast, I am going to offer you nine podcast episodes, just nine, dedicated to you, the new er homeschooler, to help you get that clarity, confidence, and vision in your upcoming homeschool year. Here are the titles of the nine episodes I've chosen especially for you. The first one is A Beginner's Guide to Your First Year of Homeschool. The second one is The Surprising Transition from School to Homeschool because you might remember that I brought two of my kids home from school when my oldest finished grade two and my second daughter finished kindergarten. So I haven't always been a homeschooler. The third episode addresses the discussion on gaps. What about gaps in my child's home education? The fourth episode is called Curiosity and Education and How to Facilitate It. Why Curiosity Matters and why you actually believe that curiosity is the most important element of an education. And I'll explain why in my fourth episode. In the fifth episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to facilitate a child-led homeschool. Something that I feel passionate about, definitely not something I began in my homeschool years, but gradually have come to understand that the most important point of reference is the child in my homeschool. Not me, not the system, not other people's expectations. The sixth episode will be about why my family homeschools. I'm going to share with you the book that convinced me to homeschool in a week and the eight reasons I was convinced we should homeschool. The seventh episode is going to be all about why kids don't need school socialization. Thank you very much. And instead, why they need you, the parent, I'm going to share with you all about the summer that I learned what my kids don't need from a school, and that is socialization. The eighth episode is titled, When You Buy New Homeschool Curriculum, Here Are Five Clever Suggestions to Choose Your New Homeschool Curriculum, because how do you know what you're supposed to buy anyway? And the last episode of this season is going to be all about parenting, and I've said this before. I am not your girl to talk about parenting. Is that funny? So even my kids have referred to my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer, a book about parenting, they say. But I say no, 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 no. I don't want to be a homeschool mama that tells you how to parent because 
Okay, for a few reasons. One, I read a lot of parenting books before I was a parent, and turns out none of them accurately reflected my experience or my children or what I needed to do, and I didn't know how to wield it anyway. And two, I definitely did not wield all that parenting advice in an exact way, in an ideal way. Just ask my kids. And ultimately, I think it doesn't really matter if you give somebody parenting advice because it's advice about parenting. They're going to do it if it actually makes sense to them and if it's true to them. So I think we should start with the parent and what the parent actually believes, how they show up for themselves, for their relationships, for their children, what they think about the world, how they actually belong in the world, who they are, their identity, their purpose, all that stuff. That stuff is the stuff that matters how we want to show up on purpose in our homeschools absolutely will influence our homeschools and our homeschool kids. But I'm going to tell you that there is one parenting book that informs those ideas and also speaks about parenting that has had a very big impact on my homeschool parenting life experience. It is Gordon Neufeld's book, Hold On To Your Kids. If you haven't heard about this book, you are most welcome to join our Homeschool Mama book club that's going to take place in a week or two. I want you to be there, even if you don't have time to read that book. Because in our Homeschool Mama book club, you don't have to read the book. You can read the book. I encourage you to read the book. But you don't have to if you are feeling overwhelmed. I'm here for you. I'm going to bring his book and the most important principles that I believe are the most important principles from his book and how they might inform our homeschool to the Homeschool Mama Book Club. So you are most welcome to join. And that Homeschool Mama Book Club is a great way for you to establish an authentic community for your homeschool life, for your homeschool parenting experience. I wish I had a supportive homeschool community where I felt that I fit, that I was understood, heard, and supported in my earlier homeschool years. I think one of the reasons I struggled with overwhelm in the beginning was because I didn't have someone holding my hand or having a hand on my shoulder for support, reminding me that I could do this homeschool thing and helping me understand how I could do it. Instead, I was searching for validation from non-supporters of my homeschool choice. Why do we do that? I was searching for validation from non-validators. P.S. I actually have a few answers as to why we do that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Welcome to join me in our Patreon support chat. We're going to be talking with Pat Fenner. She's a 25-year homeschooler of five kids. She just graduated her last child last weekend. And she's also the author of the signature course, The Empty Homeschool Nest. She's got a successful virtual assistant business, and she's presently making the most of her retired homeschool mom status as she supports moms on her blog, Breakthrough Homeschooling. And we get to chat with her live this Wednesday through the Patreon Homeschool Mama support group. So you are most welcome. We are building a tight-knit, genuine community with authentic women who want to show up on purpose in their homeschools and lives. And last thought, I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. I see all that you do. A girlfriend, I definitely know all that you do. I have a special gift to you from me. You can enter to win a homeschool mom giveaway, a special self-care package, including my book, a lint sea salt dark chocolate bar, my favorite, uh, my favorite tea, a journal, of course, and a one-month access to the virtual self-coaching 
homeschool mama retreat. So if you want to join the giveaway, you can head over to Instagram, follow me at homeschool mama self-care, separately tag three different homeschool moms that you think might benefit from this giveaway. And if you want to throw it up into your stories, you'll enter for another ballot. I see all that you do. And though you may not hear it from your children for quite some time, you are killing it, mama. You are attending to all the things you want to do right by your kids. You're challenged, but you try to balance giving them what they need and also thinking about what you need. You're trying to do more than just good enough. You want to figure out your triggers so you can be consistently kind. You want to show up on purpose in your life so you can help them show up on purpose for theirs. I see you, homeschool mama, and I wish you a genuine happy Mother's Day. Okay, so I think my son's chess online lesson is almost done. One of my girls has scones almost ready for us to enjoy as a picnic before we go outside and do a little fruit orchard fence building. And I've got to go pick up another girl from the bus. So I better make this short, but I invite you to share these episodes, this season three of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care podcast with someone that you think would find value and learning more about the most important things that a newer homeschool mom would need to know to be confident, clear, and visionary in her homeschool. We'll see you next week.